Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cambridge Exam Coaching, a podcast by Alexandra and Christian from cambridgeexamcoach.com. In this podcast, we give you the vocabulary you need to get a high score in your exam. Our goal is to provide you with words, phrases, and collocations that you can use to prepare effectively and gain more marks in your exam. And to be clear, this podcast is useful for all exam candidates. Whether you take the B2 first, the C1 advanced, the C2 proficiency, or even the IELTS exam, this podcast is for you. All right then, without further ado, let's get the ball rolling. Hey listeners, how are things? I hope you're doing fine. It's Tuesday, which means it's a new episode. And Chris, hey to you, nice to hear you this week again. What have you been up to recently? Hey Alexandra, I'm good, thank you so much. I've been trying to acclimatize to the weather here in St. Petersburg because it has been freezing non-stop since I've arrived. And you know, I don't mind the cold temperature, but the snow is starting to annoy me. I'm used to exercising outdoors and now I can only go for long walks. And again, it really annoys me. I refuse to expose myself to injuries on the icy streets, you know. Yes, I know, and I understand your feelings, but you know, another 21 days and spring will be upon us. So, you know, anyway, there is a clear sign it's coming because everyone around me is exercising hard to work off the excesses of the winter period. So, True, true, true. And this is normally the busiest time at gyms, and not only, also outdoor activities like running and Nordic walking are enjoying a boom as well. Yeah, for sure. And you know, even here in Moscow, even the icy roads and occasional blizzards do not stop people from throwing themselves into a fitness regime. So everyone is working hard. Uh, and Chris, how about you? Are you basically one of those people who start working out vigorously to get in shape for spring? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I've managed <laughs> to make physical activity a part of my everyday life. And when I don't have an opportunity to stick to my workout routine, like for example now in St. Petersburg, I feel like a fish out of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely attest to it. And you know, it's not always possible to stick to your fitness routine. For example, we all have deadlines, we travel, for example, like you are doing right now, or we feel off color. And speaking about you, Uh, when you have an opportunity to do sports and follow your fitness regime, how do you incorporate physical activity in your daily life? Uh, speaking about myself, okay. Well, I think the secret is that I made this a part of my daily routine. Uh, for me, it's like brushing teeth or having breakfast, you know? Things we do day in, day out. And as for my workout routine... I usually start my day with climbing the staircase 10 times. And mind you, it's from the first floor to the 10th floor. Yes, that's right. First to 10th. And then <laughs> I work with weights. 
I do push-ups and work with dumbbells. Yeah, I know it's cool. Uh, but still, the question is, how do you stick to your routine? What motivates you? Oh my God, I didn't answer the question, I guess. Uh, it may sound surprising, <laughs> but I'm motivated by fear. Uh, it is the fear of negativity dominating my feelings and thoughts. Wow, that's interesting. C can you please elaborate here a little bit? Because I've never heard people give this particular reason. What do you mean by fear? Um, well, it's quite simple. Regular exercise has a profoundly positive impact on our mental health. And in other words, exercise is a scientifically proven mood booster. So physical activity kicks up endorphin levels or we can say feeling good hormones, which makes us feel happy and even euphoric, you know? Simply put, I get a special thrill of physical exertion that gives me a positive outlook on life and doesn't that negative emotions affect me. How about that? Hmm. Yeah, now I see what you're talking about. I can add here that physical exercise uh, really adds up to a whooping boost of self-esteem and self-confidence. And, you know, I have my own observations that even moderate exercise can make you feel stronger and proud of yourself. Absolutely, totally. But, um, Alexandra, how sporty are you? Oh, it's a very good question. <laughs> well, as far as I remember, I've always been physically active. Thanks to my mom, first of all, because I took dancing classes when I was a kid. Also, since then, I've tried different types of physical activity from yoga, swimming, cross-country skiing, weightlifting to even rock climbing. Um, currently, I take an enormous kick out of running. Although I'm not a veteran runner or just don't run marathons, I do it for myself. And I go running year-round three times a week. Uh, people sometimes ask me how I can do it in winter because now it's winter here in Moscow and you've mentioned that it's freezing cold, yes, and it's snowing. Um, I would say, yeah, it's more challenging. It requires special preparation, but still it's possible. And also I do regular morning stretches, which helps me start my day off on the right note. So I feel quite good with that. I can imagine. Very impressive. That is a great routine. Very inspiring. You've mentioned that you took dancing classes when you were a kid, right? I know that lots of parents want to foster in their kids a love for physical activity from a very young age. But how about schools? Did you personally like physical education classes at school? <laughs> I love this question. Well, to tell the truth, I dreaded physical education or the so-called PE classes at school. And I was not the only one. I think we found all the reasons uh, just to, to skip these classes because uh, we didn't like it. I don't know. Uh, looking back at the school days now, I cannot give any reason why we did so. Maybe we didn't find the classes engaging enough. I don't know. I was a kid after all. And uh, and you, did you like PE classes? Hmm. I'd rather say yes than no. You know, I was really into ball sports, but I wasn't fond of doing exercises with the equipment in the hall. Anyway, I do believe PE classes at schools should not be underestimated because the benefits are far-reaching. 
Not only does it help students increase their physical health, but also helps them excel academically. Um, but uh, Alexandra, how do PE classes can be promoted at schools, do you think? Um, well, I'm not an expert here, but I think that there are several ways to make it happen. Um, in my view, the first step is to offer kids a variety of sports and physical activities. Um, schools should get to grips with the fact that children are all different and need a different approach. In other words, I think it depends on the child's personality. For example, if a child thrives on team camaraderie, competitive sports like volleyball, rugby, basketball might be good. But, you know, those kids who are not ready to compete with their peers might prefer less gutsy types like Pilates, athletics or gymnastics. Well, do, do you agree with me here? Hmm, do I agree with you? I tend to agree with you here. Uh, a more personalized approach is always better. On the other hand, we can't only be doing things at school we'd like to do. So I'd like to approach this question from a different angle. In my view, schools can promote PE classes by educating students on the benefits of physical activity, by informing students of how impactful physical exercise is on their health and academic performance. Schools can spur children to stay active and do sports. And also, I believe that there is nothing more motivating than praise. If teachers recognize students' achievements in sport and even reward them, sports participation definitely increases. Mm, yeah, fair point, fair point. And I, I do believe there are ways out. But, you know, besides this and There's just my personal observation as well. Kids are generally more active than adults uh, who can be even more reluctant to physical activity. Uh, you know, for example, according to a recent poll, about 43% of people in my country, Russia, never or hardly ever do physical activity. And the most common reasons for that are, okay, of course, health issues, but also time, money, or simply no interest in exercising. And you know, it's it's so surprising because there are lots of types of exercise that we can do for free today, like running, yoga, stretching, even, you know, walking. And with all the free YouTube videos and other fitness apps, it's more than possible. And that's why I do have a question. Maybe, Chris, you can answer this. Uh, do you think it's possible to make such people incorporate at least moderate physical activity into their lives? So uh, to, to be clear, such people are the people who never or hardly ever do physical activity, right? Yes. Well, yes. I don't think all is lost. I guess this is the point when accountability comes into play. Uh, what I mean is that friends, colleagues, or family members can take action and inspire people around them to start exercising. Mm, yeah, you know, I it it may be true, but I'm I'm a little skeptical because I think it's easier said than done. How do you imagine this works? I I, I understand. Let me explain. Well, there are uh, two things you need to implement. Not only do you need to schedule the physical activity, whatever that might be, but you also need to implement a reward penalty mechanism. Mm -hmm. This means that when you show up you get a reward. 
But when you don't show up, you get a penalty. And I know people who have to pay a considerable amount of money to a charity when they don't stick to the part of the deal. And I believe that's a great way to go about it. <laughs> yeah, to me it sounds cruel, but I think it's, yeah, that's just, that, that, that's manageable. And I think that can, can be true. Uh, you know, for starters, Uh, friends and family members can start exercising together. You know, I think it's the very situation when, you know, you have the best of both worlds. Um, you're having fun because you're with someone you like being with. And at the same time, you're more likely to stick to your commitment to do regular exercise. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, Alexandra, after this engaging discussion, I feel I need a walk in the park nearby to reap all the health benefits we've mentioned today. Chris, it's a great idea. I'm so happy that you're inspired and motivated. But, you know, be careful and don't overreach yourself by walking too briskly because the roads are icy. You remember that. You're in St. Petersburg, not in Rotterdam. It's true. I promise I won't. I won't. It's true. <laughs> okay, but before you go... Stay here for a moment. I think we need to round off this podcast episode first. Of course, of course. So before we sign off, let me remind you that you can get the transcript and key vocabulary for this episode on our website, cambridgeexamcoach.com. And this is where you can check out becoming a member of Cambridge Exam Coach and join a community of ambitious learners from all over the world who want to improve their English and gain more marks in their exam. Again, the place to go is cambridgeexamcoach.com. And finally, if this episode has helped you, share it with someone who could benefit from it too. Also, if you want to practice your writing skills, you can rate this podcast and write a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be happy to get your feedback. And, okay, I think that's all for today, for today's episode. Chris, now you're free. You can have your walk. Be careful. And to you listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable MP3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, You won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.